Welcome to The Bold Podcast, a podcast designed to make you want to challenge yourself in your personal, emotional, spiritual, and family life to be bold, to share more of yourself with others, to live a life of passion, purpose, and authenticity. Bring it! We're back with what we are officially starting as season three. So exciting. We are going to do, Janelle and I met and we we got to meet in person. We're meeting in person now sometimes, which is so fun. And we decided to switch things up a little bit, not a ton. We didn't want to rock the boat too much, but um, instead of doing our normal high, low and GMO, we're just kind of going to check in with where our hearts are at. A heart check, if we will, will, if you will, how we're, how we're doing. Um, So Janelle, how's your heart? What's on your heart? My heart is good. I feel like um, life is not returning to normal. I don't like that word, but I like that things are starting to open up and I feel like I can leave my house even more. Um, And I feel like, like it's been really good in my family for sports to be happening and we're having less technology time, which has been good for our overall souls. Huge. And I just feel like my heart is really um, in a place where it's ready to give. I feel like this last year has been a place of receiving um, a lot of time with not only God, like a lot of just like receiving his love, receiving his mercy, receiving his grace, but like also just receiving um, things from around me, like mm-hmm. a lot of like gifts and um, I've just been been a place of reception. And now I feel like I, I need to go give. I mean, you know, things are opening up, people are opening up. I feel like there's a lot of need out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I really feel like my heart's ready to give a lot of my time to others and my family not that I wasn't doing that this whole year but um I just feel like it's easier now because um it doesn't feel so daunting I don't know Uh so like there's something being held over us this pandemic not that it's not completely gone but like I just feel like a a freedom that that wasn't there before yeah yeah that's kind of where my heart is how about you that's a good way of putting it um yeah, kind of similar to that a little bit for me is I think that for a while, especially through this pandemic, when things are really shut down, watching a lot of news and just being, even last night, <laughs> to relax, Greg and I watch things like documentaries about the opioid crisis. So it's like super uplifting stuff, right? So I feel like I've just been like hyper aware lately of how broken and hurt the world is. And yeah. I think for a long time being so isolated during the pandemic, I felt really kind of hopeless. Like I need to be doing more. I need to be fighting for change and things. I need to be learning so much more and just felt kind of stuck. And in this place of like, just hopelessness and just kind of like, just stuck, I guess. And so I feel though, as things have started to open up a little bit more and as there's a lot of different changes um, in our life right now. And like, we're getting a new pastor at our parish and there's all these different changes that are coming. And I feel like for so long, we were in this like holding spot of like just so much unknown that it was hard to have hope and it was hard to plan and to dream. And I feel like over the past like two weeks, I've just had so much more hope and like energy to like 
think about the future and to plan things and to dream about what the next year is going to look like. And, you know, you know, with work and career and ministry, but also with like, oh, Nora can go back to, you know, can go to daycare or preschool and just kind of the excitement of, of kind of allowing myself and giving my permission, myself permission to start to dream and hope about that kind of stuff. Um, and just kind of trying to continue to not make my own list in that, but kind of just ask God, like, what is it he wants me to do, you know, each day as we kind of move through those things. So, um, yeah, I'm feeling a lot of hope in my heart, which is nice. I love hope. (laughs) I love hope. One of my sayings is rest in hope. I love that. Like Mm -hmm. just rest in the hope that the Lord has a plan. That is a very hard saying to live out for anxious people like myself. <laughs> right. I, and that's why I think it's one of my mantras. Cause I have to constantly yeah. tell myself like, just rest yeah. in the hope, just rest in the hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. amen. Well, yeah. our season three that we're about ready to embark on, this is our first episode. And Kristen and I sat down last week and we planned out our entire season and we're really excited to share it with you. The theme for our season this year will be encounters with Jesus. And um, we listed, let me see, how many do we have so far? We had 24 encounters that we just listed that we're going to do an episode on these 24 encounters with Jesus. And um, the thing that we're going to really concentrate on when we talk about each of these encounters is how is Jesus bold in the encounter and how are the people around him bold? And um, just kind of diving into a little bit of scripture mm-hmm. and reflect on how, when Jesus lived here on earth as a human, how people encountered him. Mm-hmm. Because I think it really does help us now in 2021, mm-hmm. when we encounter Jesus, um, how we can be bold. And it helps us look back and see how he was bold and how people around him were bold in the scriptures and it helps us to be bold too. So we thought it was a fitting thing to do at the bold podcast to look at the places in scripture where boldness is celebrated and proclaimed. So yeah, that's what season three is going to look like. And we're really excited to share that with you. Yeah. I'm excited to just revisit some of those. I mean, cause we've picked some passages that are pretty popular and common. And if you been born and raised Catholic or you know scripture like they're they're not unfamiliar stories but to be able to look at them at some in some different perspectives and kind of placing ourselves in the story and and who we see ourselves in the story as you know and how that's changed at different times in our lives you know we don't always you know scripture kind of changes as we change for us a little bit like the meanings and and the people in it and the lesson learned all that so I'm really excited it's going to be a good good season good stuff in store so as part of this, um, I have put on the Parahisa Catholic website, all of the scriptures that we'll be looking at. So if you want to read them ahead of time or read them, you know, during that time, um, you definitely can. So all the scripture verses are listed on our website. So you can do that. And we're excited to start with our first episode today. We're just introducing our season and we're going to do a little bit of a testimony, a short uh from each of us, how we have encountered the power of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit in our own lives. So um, just a little bit of a a connection to that. So Kristen, do you want to share a little bit about your story and how you've encountered Jesus, Um, places you've encountered Jesus, scripture you've encountered Jesus in, anything? I think um, 
being born and raised Catholic and just the personality that I have, I think for a long time, it was just so much a part of my life. And, and my dad was um, always involved in church growing up. So like Sundays we were at church, always doing different ministries at mass. And he, you know, would lead choirs and music and he ran youth ministry. And so it was just always part of my life that I didn't always probably separate out like the sacredness of it. Like it was something that was just so routine in our, in our life. And that it was something that has always been a part of my life that I never really questioned a whole lot and kind of had the very sheltered assumption that like everyone believes this, like this is everyone's experience. Right. And so I think, I mean, I always grew up, you know, being told God loves me, Jesus loves me. Um, and I think I remember just in, you know, in my high school years, I was really involved in youth ministry. All of my favorite memories from high school were more centered around youth ministry and retreats. And I think it was the way that I, I mean, I always knew Jesus loved me, but the way I think I really encountered Jesus and the Holy Spirit was really through the community, through the small group leaders that were, you know, loving and supporting us and um, through the relationships there. Um, I, it wasn't until probably post-college like till I started working that I had like that real like personal encounter of like oh like Jesus loves me like in like just me and him like it's not just like Jesus loves us like that you know what we learn in, in Sunday school um but a couple of kind of I think more profound moments um were I think the first time I I took a group of teens um to a big uh youth conference to a student conference um and that was, I mean, there's always the energy and all of that that just makes you feel a little extra like loved and special. But I think that was kind of one of the first times I heard people speak so like bluntly about how Jesus loves you like individually as a person and what that personal relationship looks like. And I know, like, I know I was taught that growing up, but I think there was also a piece that I was already so close to all these people, you know, my dad and my youth minister, they were all family friends and, and people that were close to me. So it's like, well, of course they're going to tell me Jesus loves me. Like, but to hear it almost, to hear it from strangers and to hear it with such conviction from them, it kind of like woke me up a little bit. And so there were some um, different experiences on those kind of trips where it was like, oh, like just hearing that from someone else and just, you know, God kind of putting that on my heart and just really kind of igniting that personal relationship um, more. I think was really profound. And I think the most kind of profound moment I had was on the acts retreat I went on and just like having this moment on the retreat where I realized that like God has provided for me everything I've ever needed. And like all of the things I worry about and pray about and wonder about, like, I was like, he's, he's given me everything I needed and like in abundance. So like, what am I, what am I worried about? And just that realization just kind of like brought me to my knees in awe of like, oh, like, like he, he is taking care of us. Like he is like in, in an, when so much of our lives, we don't feel that like tangible kind of presence. When you have that moment, those moments of clarity, I think is just super, super valuable and important. Um, and so that was a moment that like has continued as from that moment on, I've continued to grow in faith and, 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 and have hit, you know, blocks, you know, kind of roadblocks in my faith or, or difficult times. Like I've always been brought back to the moment of like, he's always provided everything I've needed in abundance. Like take a breath, trust in him. 
Um, so I think those are the big, the big moments for me. And I think the Holy Spirit is something that I'm still, I think I always gravitate towards Jesus because it's the more tangible, like we have the shadow terrain and we have the stories and all of that. Um, but I think that's what I've gravitated towards, but haven't always realized that the Holy Spirit is who I've relied on for so much of my life, but I'm starting to like recognize and appreciate the Holy Spirit's presence, especially now as a parent and <laughs> just as more and more things, you know, we have to do and handle and take care of. Um, I've just, I've started to really lean on that more and trust, like praying to the Holy Spirit for patience, for peace, for guidance, uh, for God's grace. Um, so that I think is something that has been more present in my most like in like the last few years that I've really been trying to lean on and and turn to more but yeah amen thank you for sharing that was beautiful what about you um well for me I think um I first encountered Jesus in like an adult like relationship after my car accident which I think I've probably mentioned on here before but um I think the way that I encountered him originally you know, I had all of these beautiful experiences as a kid in the church, going to Catholic school, um, you know, being taught by nuns. I had a knowledge of Jesus, a very strong knowledge of Jesus, but I didn't really understand all of the connections and how he was the Messiah and he came to save us and he came to save me particularly. And, um, what that meant, like the historical significance of that and um, how God had been calling, um, you know, how he had been setting up the world for the Messiah to come and how much that was just completely, um, everything about it was just God ordained um, and everything about Jesus's life was just known from the start. And and he would have died just for me if I were the only sinner on the planet. And I think I experienced that love and that grace in my college years. And I just was very drawn to the person and the God of Jesus, like the, the God man hanging on the tree. Um, just that that beautiful symbol and the lamb of God was like a symbol that has always been really strong. Um, you know, he was the new sacrifice. Um, no longer did we sacrifice in the temple, but Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. And, um, I've always felt really, really strongly about that. And the power of the Holy spirit, I think has come over time. Um, I didn't really understand the power of the Holy spirit. I think even in the last you know, month, I can say the power of the Holy Spirit has just really impacted my life in so many different ways. But I think especially through prayer and people praying for me and me praying for people, that intercessory prayer, I think um, that has made a huge difference in my faith journey. Um, and I really feel a connection to the spirit in that prayer. And I think you know, going on retreats and being in places where people are, are praying specifically for um, things and needs and having people pray for me and like actually doing it in the moment 
not just saying, oh, I'll pray for you, but like actually praying and having that time to pray. I think in my journey towards, um, you know, growing in holiness, that that has been such an impactful part of my uh, journey is that prayer time. And that I think in the pandemic too, even the last year, I feel like I've been really, really consistent in my personal prayer time. You know, my, my prayer time at church is less, but I think my, my personal prayer time has been, um, in this last, you know, journey has been really like strong. And I feel like God has just been moving in the power of the Holy spirit has been just opening my heart to just knowing what, what my call is, what he's got planned for me, just how much I can trust in him, how much I can surrender to him, all of those things. Um, that's been kind of my journey and my encounter with, with the power of the Holy spirit. And I am like, on, I feel like I'm on fire right now. I'm just like, ah, ready to go. Just like kind of what I was say, saying at the beginning, I've been receiving and now I'm ready yeah. to give. Yeah. So anyway, I love, I love that. I think that that's one of those kind of blessings of this pandemic is like, it's kind of forced us to kind of open our eyes to the Holy spirit more and to like recognize its presence in our lives. Right. Because it's just the way we've had to you know, pray and celebrate mass and all those things has just changed so dramatically um, that we've just, I think that that is something that has, you know, if we've been in this time, kind of been searching in our faith and, and dedicating time to prayer, it's the Holy Spirit has definitely made itself known, I think over the past year, which is, is good. We need that. It's something we need to be. <laughs> Amen. That's so I encourage to change, right? <laughs> right. And my encouragement would be to everyone that's listening is that if you haven't experienced that to just pray the simple prayer, come Holy spirit, fill me, mm-hmm. fill my heart, allow me to feel your presence. Allow me to, um, know you better. Allow me to know God better. And yeah. that simple prayer, I'm sure we've shared that on this podcast before, but if you haven't, please do go stop this podcast right now and do that prayer. Yeah. <laughs> Cause It'll you will. Really <laughs> definitely. Amen. So that's kind of what our season's going to look like. It's going to be, um, us encountering the scripture and, and hopefully being bold in, um, our proclamation of the gospel to those listening. So if you're, uh, ready and willing heart to listen, this will be the season for you. Yeah. So it'll very be very scripture focused, which is good. Yeah. And if you haven't listened to the Bible in your podcast by Father Mike Schmitz, I recommend that one is a great place if you have not encountered Jesus in the scriptures or the power of the Holy Spirit in the scriptures. Start at that podcast day one, start reading the Bible. Good place to start. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. We got some gluttony. Yeah, I got some gluttony. Okay, go first. Okay, so this is courtesy of my daughter who went grocery shopping with me and picked out snacks. Um, (laughs) We've been in the the snack mix lately over here. This is the Trader Joe's Many Things Snack Mix. It looks like fancy Chex Mix. Um, It says with honey roasted with honey roasted peanuts, spicy and honey butter cereal squares, corn sticks, pretzels, and savory bread chips. Um, so she picked it out. Oh, is it different than Chex Mix? Okay, it is, it has like spice to it. It's like spicy and sweet. 
So there's like oh. these like darker, like Chex Mix looking pieces that like if you eat, your mouth kind of goes on fire a little bit, but then there's like honey roasted peanuts. So it's oh, what like is that completely, yes, you, yes, it's amazing. Um, but literally like got home, opened it up, poured a handful in my mouth and it literally, my grandma used to make something that tasted almost identical to this. Like it just like, it took me back to being in like fourth grade at their house at Christmas, like this Chex Mix you would make. Like I immediately took a picture of it, sent it to my family. I was like, this tastes just like what grandma used to make. Like, and my sister right away, she's like, oh yeah, I've had it before. It's definitely, it's just what grandma made. So it was like really fun. It's an extra fun treat. Cause it just like takes me back to like my childhood. That's but, awesome. So your grandma didn't make the traditional Czech, Czech no, mix. It was like, yeah, it had the spicy. You had like the, the sweet. The, sweet the honey spicy. roasted nuts make a difference. Okay. So we're like completely, like we did not plan this. We are like on the same page with our gluttony today, yes. which is not surprising if you no. listen to other episodes of this podcast. So I also went to Trader Joe's, not knowingly, and I don't go there that often, but I got a snack as well from Trader Joe's. And it's called Synergistically Seasoned Popcorn. Synergistically Seasoned Popcorn. Okay, I have not tried this yet. I opened it just now for the podcast. Wait, it says smoky, spicy. It's tangy, salty, smoky, and spicy. Tangy, salty, smoky, and spicy. I don't see sweet. Oh, and slightly sweet flavors. Okay, so a little bit of sweet. It doesn't tell you what the flavors are, it just describes the flavors. And it's popcorn that all looks the same. So it's not okay. like different. It's like Chicago mix or something. Okay. No. You're going to need more than one. Okay. So it is, it, it's tangy. Is it all of them? <laughs> it is all of them. That's what the lady at the counter, I'm like, what is this popcorn? She's like, I didn't know about it either, but are you, she, she said, are you a popcorn lover? And I'm like, we are a popcorn house. We like popcorn. Yeah. She's like, you got to try it. It is tangy, salty, smoky, spicy, and sweet at the same time. Is there like a distinct flavor though? Like, is it like, uh, like, is there like any sort of cheddar flavor or like. It says salt, garlic powder, cayenne pepper. Okay. It's. It's just all spices. It almost tastes like a, um, like a smoky cheese sort of a thing. Okay. Like it's yellow looking, but. Okay. I'm kind of sad. I didn't see that at the store today, but I wasn't looking for popcorn. So shoot. It was at the, the counter. All right. Well, sold out. Oh, you will like this. So you know how at Trader Joe's they have the monkey that the kids can find? There's like a stuffed no, I didn't animal. Know that. Okay, so there's a stuffed animal help st stuffed animal monkey they hide around the store. It's like to help kids stay entertained while you're grocery shopping. So oh, I never take it, my children to the store. So if you find it, you, they the kids tell the cashier and they make like a big deal about it. They like ring the bells and they give them stickers. And so the last we went last week and that was the first time Nora had ever done it. Like the cashier told her about it. So we went back today. She she's like, oh, I have to find the monkey. And she found it and she told the cashier and we just had this like kind of grumpy, apathetic cashier. And he was like, oh, cool. And just like handed her some stickers. And she just looked him straight in the eyes and went, um, you're supposed to ring the bell. I love that girl. She is, she's full of some spice. <laughs> okay. 
Well, you look intrigued eating it, so I'll have to test it out. It's it's interesting. It's a good popcorn. I think I would want, I think I prefer like the Chicago mix where there's okay. real like indefinite sweet, indefinite okay. cheese. Like you this is like, combo. yeah, this is like just all over flavor and okay. it's not. Too chaotic? Yeah, maybe. Okay. It's not as bold. No, it is maybe bold. Maybe it's too bold. <laughs> too bold. Too much of a good right. thing. Speaking <laughs> of bold, how are you bold this week or this last? How do you want to share them about your being bold? You know, I think my bold really has just been in the past two weeks, like starting to really like dream and plan things out, like, and having like energy and excitement and just leaning into it and like letting go of the hesitations of all the unknown still and like actually putting like pen to paper or like fingers to keyboard and like typing things out and just like starting to to plan and dream and hope I think that's where I've been bold because I was stuck in a pretty just like mm, I don't know I don't know how much I'm gonna invest in this right now like I'm just kind of stuck yeah. and so I, I think just because it does even when you have that hope like it does take energy to start actually like <laughs> you know like when you've been like right. kind of sitting in this stuck place like and you're like, oh, oh, maybe. And you're like, uh, like it takes, you got to get some like forward momentum going. So I think just like really trying to lean in on that. Just, yeah. Going in, planning out mm -hmm. 25 episodes with you, starting to plan out next year's ministries, looking for daycares and soccer and tap dance and all just all the life things. So I'm going through the motions for, for a year. I feel like a lot of times in general, we've been going through the motions. Mm -hmm. And so it feels like there's some new life. Spring yeah. has come in, in yes. like a real way. Yes. So after a long season of winter. Yes. That's yes, beautiful. Yes, yes. How about you? Um, well, I kind of talked about it already a little bit about the power of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. and like praying with people, but like that has been just like, I, I became an alpha coach. So mm -hmm. I guess this is probably my boldness. I became an alpha coach about two months ago. And I haven't really done anything except for like doing a lot of prayer with people, like on these zoom calls with these people I don't know. And like, I'm used to praying with people like that I know yeah. and that know me. And I'm, I'm kind of more of a leader in the prayer. Okay. And like a lot of times I'm praying for people and, and they're praying for me, of course, but like, it's so awesome to be able to receive prayer from people that don't really even know you that well, but like, yeah but speak truth into you in such a beautiful way. And I prayed just before this call with um, some women from Alpha and they just poured into me for like a half an hour. And I was like, Lord, I really needed this. Like I needed my cup to be filled yeah. by someone that doesn't, doesn't even know me very, you know? And mm -hmm. it was just, it was just like mm -hmm. this beautiful grace. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, um, yeah, this alpha coaching is going to be a really cool place for me to be bold um, and sharing the gospel and sharing mission with people. And I'm just really excited about it. So yeah, yeah. Awesome. I think that would be definitely I think my There's boldness. something about, yeah, when your cup is being filled or like you're being affirmed or prayed for by people that aren't where it's just, it's not the norm. It's not the people that like, you know, will always pray for you. You know, there's something different there. Like the Holy Spirit does do something cool with that, right? Like it does. Yeah. It, it, it affects us differently than like, yeah, I know my mom will pray for me. My mom always prays for me. Like, but to have, like it, it, it's such a fresh perspective on like 
how big God's grace is when there's other people that don't know you that are like, yeah, let's pray about this. And yeah. And they were calling out, like, they were like, I think I'm sensing that God needs that you need prayer for this. And I was like, yes, I need prayer. Like they were like, it was like, it felt very Holy spirit uh, drawn, you know, by his hand. So anyway, I love it. I, I love that time and I I'm excited to be an alpha coach. So yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. All right. So we're excited for this season. We're looking forward to this journey with you encountering Jesus in, in the gospels and, um, you know, check out our website, send us an email. If you have any ideas of places or things that we want, we should talk about, um, maybe share where you were, where you have encountered Jesus. We would love any feedback at the bold podcast, pdx at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram at the bold podcast and go to our website. Kristen and now, now has a picture up there. I don't know if she's checked it out. The bio still coming. (laughs) The bio. I put a little bit of a bio, but more bio is coming. She can check out my little bio that I made for her at Parahisa Catholic dot org um check that out and we are excited to journey on this place of encounter remember this week to be bold